Hello and welcome to the sequel to a PhD podcast. I'm Shirley Marquant, your host, and I'm so excited that you're here. Let's get started. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. Thank you for joining me. So before I start today, I just want to take a little moment to celebrate that how many episodes have recorded so far? This episode will be the 19th full length episode. But I think I have a bonus episode in there and like the trailer. And so in the podcast hosting uh, software or program or website or whatever it is, it says that this will be the 21st episode. So I'm going to average that out and make that the 20th episode and say, hey, look at this. There are 20 episodes of this podcast, this thing that didn't exist a year ago, and now there's 20 of them. And so I'm I'm taking a little moment this morning to be proud of that. And for me, personally, it's also important because I did not put out an episode last week. And for a while, I was feeling kind of guilty about it in some ways because I had made this commitment to creating this podcast and to, to doing weekly episodes. And it didn't happen last week. And I felt bad about that. And when I was feeling bad about that, I was asking myself, right, I have learned to ask myself, what am I making that mean? Why do I feel bad about this? And for me, it was, I was making it mean, oh, well, I must not be committed to this. Um, which is a thought that I don't think is true. I, that doesn't have to be true. If you don't do something um, perfectly in line with your plan, that doesn't mean that you're not committed. <laughs> I'm speaking to myself here. That doesn't mean that you're not committed. That means that something else was a priority at the time. And so I'm trying to flip it around now and look at missing that episode last week and sort of asking myself to celebrate that as recognition of why I didn't record it. I actually took a break last week, <laughs> like a real break. I did not do much work. I let it be okay to not be productive. And that is a really hard thing. And so I want to sort of look at saying, hey, it's okay. I didn't do this work last week. And oh, hey, I'm still here. I am still committed. I am still doing this. And I'm going to celebrate the fact that I listened to what I need for once and took that break and just let it be okay. And so I guess what I'm trying to say is I'm celebrating that the podcast is still going. I'm celebrating showing up for 20 weeks or whatever. And I'm just proud of that because this podcast... I mean, it's a thing. I talk about the process of it a lot, and maybe people are getting bored of hearing about creating this podcast, but I see this process, creating this podcast, almost like a metaphor for for a lot of other things, for showing up, doing something totally different that's kind of scary, where you feel like you don't know what you're doing, where... Um, I'm, like I've said many times, I'm doing this with clear intention of allowing it to be imperfect, which is very different from my past, all of my past efforts. So what I'm trying to say is this podcast, I see it as a metaphor for starting something new, starting something that's uncomfortable, um, and learning how to step into something that's really uncomfortable, but is really important. And so that's, that's part of why I talk about the process of creating it and what I'm thinking and what I'm how I'm reacting to it. Um, and so 
that's what, part of why I'm sharing that for, with you. I'm also just sharing it with you because, um, I don't know, it's my experience. And I feel like it's important for us to share each other's, share our experiences with each other rather than just like hide away, pretend these things aren't hard, and then suddenly show up and say, hey, look at what I made and have it be like beautiful and perfect. And I'm, I'm not striving for perfection here, as I said, but to just show up and be like, oh, yeah, it was nothing because it's not nothing. Everything we do, there are very few things that are nothing to accomplish. And so why can we not show that it's work and it's tough and it's something that we go through the ups and downs. And I think it's okay to say to each other, this is hard. (laughs) I'm struggling with this piece of it. I'm really excited about this piece of it. Um, And just let us let all of us be humans together in this creating the world, creating the life we want to have. Now, moving into what I want to talk about for this episode. So I'm pretty sure that I'm going to give this episode the title of The Whirlwind of Realignment. And so realignment here, this is what I'm thinking of is all of the stuff that comes next after you've made a big decision to or made a decision to make a big change in some area. And so for the purposes of today, I'm going to use my own example of making that decision to leave bench science and move into medical writing. And so whenever you make big changes, I think one element that can make it feel scary is the number of things, how many things need to be done as part of that process. And so like overwhelm is not the same thing as fear, right? But I think that overwhelm, when there's a lot to do in an area that's maybe not an area, not areas that we're necessarily super comfortable in or make us question um, a little bit about our identity or what are people going to think, I think that kind of overwhelm can in some ways funnel into like a fear, a scary feeling. And I'm not a psychologist. I don't know how, how that works, but I do think that overwhelm can um, exacerbate a, a fear experience or a scared experience. So when I'm thinking about the realignment kinds of things that have to happen or the many things that have to go into, or let me rephrase that, what feels like the many, many things that have to happen when you're making a big change in a career, such as a career change from scientist to something else. Um, I think that some of the things are involved are things like particularly mindset shifts and especially around the concept of um, sort of identity and who am I if I'm not a scientist after doing this for so long then who am I what's my place in the world all of those kinds of questions which you know (laughs) are big questions and not something that we necessarily think about when we're on a, a path where it's clear what we're doing and we're just following what's expected of us we don't we probably don't spend a lot of time wondering or questioning our identity or our role until we get to these points of being like well I'm not feeling like myself here. If I don't do this, then who am I? Where am I? What's my place? So mindset shifts are one element that needs to be addressed when we're thinking about realignment in terms of making changes in our careers. There's also the obvious uh, learning new skills that can feel overwhelming because we've spent so much time training um and learning how to do the skills that we need for the current role, that learning new skills can sometimes feel like, 
oh, oh my gosh, that's a, there's a lot to learn. How am I ever going to learn this? But just as a reminder, we're also really good at learning. <laughs> that's something that we learn from doing our PhDs, doing our training, is it's not about learning the specific skills. It's about learning how to learn and knowing how to learn and showing that we can incorporate new knowledge, new information, apply it. Um, we're really good at that. And so I, I like to view the learning new skills element of things now as um, I almost see it. I, I mean, it's hard when you're in the middle of it, but in looking at it like from a zoomed out perspective, I sort of see it as play because learning is something, at least for me, learning is something that I find to be really fun. And so I think of the learning new skills when you're moving into a new role um, as really the fun part of, of it, as the like, oh, this is my chance to play. This is my chance for little six-year-old me to say, what can I do with this? How does this work? And let me see, let me see how to use this. Um, and so Yes, it can feel super overwhelming when you want to get started a new career. So for instance, for me, starting medical writing, I had to learn all of these things. I had to learn how to set up a business. I had to learn how to how to follow the, um, the st- appropriate style guides, how to do the correct annotating of references, um, all kinds of things, how to, how to reach out to clients, how to set up a website, so many things. But all of that stuff was, it was really exciting at that point when I first got started, especially because it was so new and so much just, it, I mean, there's an intensity to it and a pressure to it and that feeling of like, oh, I need to make this work. But there's also that, oh, this is new and my brain is excited about this and let's play with this and let's see what I can do and let's see what I can, um, how I can use this new skill and this new knowledge moving forward. So learning new skills is one piece that adds to the, I think, overwhelm element of making changes. I think there's also getting over like the fears of judgment from peers and from mentors and colleagues and all of that. And I mean, this is, it's a hard thing. I mean, I still, (laughs) I still, what now, five years after deciding to leave bench science, I still worry somewhat about what some of my former mentors think. Um, But I also recognize that I'm not living my life for them. I'm living my life how I want to be living my life for me and to see what I can do with my life and to see how I can be most fulfilled and most excited and most passionate and have it be most meaningful for me. I'm not here to provide meaningful contributions necessarily for my mentors. (laughs) Like, yes, it's great if I've done something that makes them proud. That's wonderful. But also, it's not up to me to fulfill their expectations of what they want their trainees to achieve. Um, and similarly, like for peers, it's it's hard to step away from something where we feel like we... Okay, well, let me back up for a minute. So I think like one of the things that... Um, I've read a lot about, not recently, honestly, so I might mess this up a little bit, but about how humans are just by nature, we're sort of like pack creatures. We feel comfort in society, in connection with other people. And when we're in connection with other people, like in academia or in bench science, we we have this like shared experience and we know we know what each other are doing. We know the path. It provides a sense of connection. And when we say, okay, well, I 
don't think I want to be in this role anymore. And we're thinking about stepping outside of that connection. It is a scary thing to say, oh, I'm going to step away from this pack that I am I'm comfortable working in. Um, and so it's not, I, I think what I'm trying to get to here is that it's not about waiting until we can say to ourselves, oh, I'm not afraid of the judgment from my peers or from my mentors anymore. It's not about saying, let me get over this fear. It's about saying, okay, fear, I see you. I recognize you. I understand where you're coming from. And also this other thing is really important to me. And this other thing is going to be providing, is going to provide more meaning for me, potentially more fulfillment. It's going to allow me to explore. And what my peers, what my mentors what my colleagues think, that's about them. It's not about me. Um, And so I'm going to move through that. But getting to the point of saying that is like, it takes some effort in our brains, we have to be conscious about it. And so that can add to that element of just feeling like there's a lot to do to, um, to get realigned in terms of moving into that new role. I think another thing that can be a little bit overwhelming in terms of like having so many things to do when you're making these changes is figuring out how to frame yourself and your background in the context of what you want to do moving forward. So like I said, I mean, and I guess this ties into the concept of identity of like, okay, I know I have this knowledge base, I have this skill base. Um, I've worked so hard to get here and now I want to do this other thing. And how do I communicate now that all of this stuff that I've done in the past, like this is relevant to what I do want to do in the future. And so for me, for going from bench science to medical writing, that required like taking a step back and looking at my experiences, not like looking at my CV, I guess, um, from a perspective, not of like, oh, what are my scientific accomplishments here? What have I contributed in terms of the knowledge for science or in terms of um, impact for drug discovery or, or whatever? And what I had to do was take a step back and be like, okay, so if I'm now looking at how I'm going to contribute as a medical writer, where have my experiences in the past, where I have achieved these things and created this knowledge and all that stuff, where have those experiences connected to what I want to do moving forward? And that takes some work to do. And so that's another element. And then also, I'm related to this figuring out how the like the previous chapters of your story connect to what you want to do next. And I think of that in terms of like, um, not on the level of detail of like, this is what I'm doing in this role. And this is what I'm doing in this role, but more in the sense of like, what is my big picture mission? Like, what do I really want to be contributing to the world? What am I heading towards? And so like all of this stuff, when you put all of these elements together, the mindset shifts, learning new skills, the recognizing and moving through the fear of judgment from peers and mentors, figuring 
figuring out how to frame yourself and your background um, in the context of what you're doing moving forward and figuring out how the previous chapters of your story connect to the next chapter. Like that can feel like a lot of stuff. And that that feeling of having all of these things to take care of, I know, can sometimes get in the way of forward progress or of even thinking about making the changes. And so what do we do knowing this now when we're at that point of thinking about making a change or planning to make a big change and that scared feeling comes up and we can recognize that, oh, hey, maybe part of that that fear response or that worried response is actually in, in part due to the overwhelm of having these many things to do. I think that one thing that's helpful is to actually write it down. I mean, maybe that's my uh, detail-oriented mind that just wants to have it laid out. I've sort of learned a little bit about something called mind maps, which maybe maybe people are familiar with. Maybe it's just me that didn't know about these things, but basically, um, like just create different categories. Like I would put all of these um, categories in different areas and say, okay, I have to, I have this, I need to address. I have this, I need to address. I have this, 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 and then look at it again and break it down. And I've talked about before, I've talked about turtle steps, but I would look at it from the perspective of turtle steps and say, okay, what is the smallest task that I need to do to move this forward? What is the smallest task in terms of learning new skills to move this forward? And just sort of like break it down into pieces and identifiable pieces. And yeah, it might be a long list, but I personally think that it's really helpful to have that just to be aware of. And then sometimes... I know for me, when I look at it, I'm like, oh, yeah, I I know how to, let's say, for instance, I know how to research how to write a particular style of documents. I know how to research where to find the style guide. Um, I know I can recognize the thought I'm having that's making me worried about the judgment from my my mentors. I can recognize the thought I'm having about my... Um, identity or my role in the in terms of what I'm contributing with my work. I think it's important to recognize each of these pieces just as a way to sort of identify like what are the things that are making me feel like this is so scary and then by looking at it 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 sort of helps me at least to say oh okay it's actually not that scary each of these pieces is not that scary it's it's just going to take some work. And then in the context of all that, the more important question, I think, and I keep, this has become a really important question for me in general, for pretty much anything I approach in life these days, is this question of how do I want to feel when I'm doing it? And in this context, I'm not talking about how do I want to feel once I am in that new role. I'm talking about how do I want to feel as I'm going through each of these um, categories or each of these steps as I move towards that goal. And I recognize that this can be hard to do because the, the... I didn't talk about this in in this context, but that question of the unknown, am I going to be successful at it? That can, that that can have its own little contribution to 
how you experience the change or preparing for the change or the these pieces that are involved. But if we set that part aside, I think asking that question of how do I want to feel as I'm as I'm going through these steps that need to happen? How do I want to feel as I'm telling my peers that I'm going to leave science and I'm going or not going to leave science as I'm going to leave bench science? How do I want to feel? Do I want to feel empowered? Do I want to feel confident? Do I want to feel um, courageous or like I'm exploring? Those are those are big pieces for me or big, um, I guess, feeling values for me. How do I want to feel when I'm thinking about my identity here? I would say that I want to feel like I am exploring. I want to feel like I am someone who is constantly learning. I'm embracing my inner learner. <laughs> I'm embracing that desire to not be be defined by just one th- part of my life, but to be more whole. I want to be to be an expansive. I want to see my future as expansive and not stuck on a path that doesn't feel right for me right now. How do I want to feel when I look at my background and my past and how that relates to moving forward? Do I want to feel like I have something to bring? And then when you can sort of identify with that feeling of how you want to feel, how does that then influence how you look at what you've done in the past and how that applies moving forward? I think that we can we can use our rational brains. We are very good at that of putting pieces together. But I think this piece of like, what do I want this to feel like as I'm making the change? I think that can really influence how we approach all of these tasks and how we experience it and how we move through it. And so the same thing, figuring out how the previous chapters of your story connect to the next chapter. How do I want to feel about that? Do I want to feel excited? Do I want to feel like the words endless possibilities keep coming to my mind as I'm talking about this. That's how I want to feel. I want to feel like I can do anything, which maybe that's not the case, (laughs) but we can try, right? We can learn, we can see what we can do. And that's really exciting to me to say, oh, hey, there's all these options. There's there's all this stuff out there that I can learn. Maybe I'm not going to learn it right away. Maybe I'm going through the process of seeing what I can do, teaching myself what I can do, teaching myself what I can accomplish, teaching myself what there is to explore out there that I don't even know about yet. So those are the thoughts that come to my mind when I think of sort of the bigger zoomed out picture of where my story is and where my story is going. So then when I think about all of these things that need to happen in this like realignment process, basically realigning your current actions and current thoughts to where you want to be in this next role or where you want to be moving forward. I I think of it, like I, and I said, the title of this episode, I'm using the whirlwind of realignment because to me it does end up feeling like it's just swirling thoughts going round and round. And so I recently I've kind of had this new um, metaphor come up in terms of this kind of thing. And I I sort of now like to visualize it as instead of just a swirly cloud of thoughts going around my head, I like to visualize it as a big batch of balloons kind of just floating over your head. And each one of these things that you need to do or think about 
or at least your mind is saying that needs attention in order to make this change. I like to think of each one of those as like an individual balloon that you can, you have this big cluster of balloons, the strings are all tied together. Um, They're kind of twirling around in the wind. But I, I think that by like pulling the string down on one balloon, taking a look at it, addressing it, and then maybe releasing that one and letting it go once you have taken action on whatever piece of it needs to be taken action, then that lightens or that lessens the whirlwind, the balloon whirlwind that's happening during this process. So anyway, so big picture here, whirlwind of realignment. I think what I'm trying to say is if you are in this position of thinking about making a change or you've decided that you want to make a change and it's feeling like it's feeling it's gotten to the point of feeling scary I think one thing to ask is where is this fear coming from is this coming from something specific or is it coming from the sense of there's so many things to do there's so much to address and that it's that's contributing to this feeling of like, oh, uh oh. And it may that the overwhelm piece may not be everything. There's certainly many elements that go into changes that that we can respond to. And it's totally normal to have whatever feelings we're having about anything, um, (laughs) any aspect of this, like, there is no wrong way to feel about approaching making big changes. But I have found that a helpful thing is to see where that overwhelm is coming from and recognizing that these are all things that I can address. Nothing is out of my control. And so for you, if you were in this position, I would offer you the question of whether it would be helpful to look at it and to really list out or to label your balloons and say, okay, this I'm carrying this balloon around this item. And to really have sort of an inventory of the stuff that is making it feel like this is something you can't do when when in actuality if you look at it then each of the elements are actually things that you might individually feel comfortable or feel confident in approaching so yeah so i mean none of this is to say that big changes are ever going to be super easy they're always hard they're always i think many times scary and that's normal And yet, I really appreciate the reminder to ask, how do I want this to feel? How do I want to feel as I'm doing this thing? Do I want to feel the weight of the fear or do I want to feel the excitement of the change? And so that's always a question that's available to us. And so I would just offer that to you of that question of of how do I want to feel (laughs) as I'm doing this? And really, for me recently, that has come down to be the basic question for, for almost everything I do is this recognition of how do I want this to feel? And then aligning my actions, aligning my thoughts as much as possible with that and remembering that I have the agency, I have the autonomy to make those kinds of decisions and act in alignment with what I want. Regardless of the whirlwind that's happening, (laughs) I I can take pieces of that whirlwind and say, hey, I have agency here. This is how I want to do this. So, that's what I have for today. Hope it's, I don't know, (laughs) if it's not helpful, that's fine. If it is helpful, that's cool too. But 
Either way, I hope you are having a wonderful week and I appreciate you as listener as always. And so, yeah, thank you. Thank you for being here and I'll talk to you next time. Thanks so much for joining me today. If you enjoyed this podcast, I would really love it if you could rate or review it wherever you get your podcasts or share the episode with a friend. Thanks again. Till next time.